0: It's Lacey. Welcome to Her Heart for His Glory podcast. Um, Cross, you want to tell us what we're talking about today?
1: Yeah. So um, we just figured we would both just share our stories and our testimonies. So I'm up first. So my, like I said in the introduction, I grew up in um, South Arkansas. My parents divorced when I think I was about three-ish, around that age. And my older sister and I just lived primarily with my mom. And then we would visit my dad until he moved. He moved to Texas um, a few a few years after we, after they divorced. Um, and so it was just my, my mom. Um, but my sister and I both just grew up with really faith-filled parents. My dad is a pastor. And so even when we would, we didn't see him as often, but even when we would see him and we'd go visit him, I mean, he's preaching every Sunday, so we go to his Mm -hmm. church. And so he was faith-filled. And then seeing my mom just in the home, um, reading her Bible. And even in the mornings, I remember like walking into her bedroom and like interrupting her prayer time, like before (laughs) going to school. And she'd always like hold up a finger, like to show like she's praying. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Yeah. So um, that, yeah. So I grew up in a home with both of my parents who were just faith-filled parents and really displayed in their lives you know, what, who the Lord is and that their faith was important and they really fostered that in me and my sister. So, um, yeah, so I grew up going to church with primarily, like I said, my mom and I, I went to a church camp in the summer. I was, I was already 12. Um, I was going to turn 13 that fall and that summer, our, um, I guess youth group, I guess I was already a part of the youth group. We went to a church camp. Um, it's called Super Summer. If you're in Arkansas, you probably have heard of it. Yeah. Um, it is an awesome camp. It really is a great camp. And it was actually my first summer to go. And I was saved at camp. I remember. I don't think it was the last night, but it was the second to last night, maybe. And I remember just going up to my like counselor leader um, person and just telling her like what I is. have been a couple of days. We'd already been at camp and. Telling her that, yeah, I believed in the Lord and I believed Jesus died for me and that I wanted to accept him. And so I remember we walked out to the church like lobby and they have, you know, like the older people, like actual like pastors and things, they come and meet with you and make sure you understand what you are saying that you understand and just, they would just want to make sure. And so I remember talking to him and yeah. So I told my mom, my mom was like a chaperone at the um, church camp for the, for the girls. And so I remember finding her like in the lobby and I think she had seen me like talk to my counselor. So I remember finding her and telling her and she was so excited, of course. And so I think it was maybe a month or two after that, that at my church home with the, our pastor there just meeting with him a couple of times. I think they just like to ensure that, you know, you know what you're, what you're saying you believe. Mm, yeah. And, um, after meeting with him, I was baptized at our home church in Olorado and yeah, I was about almost 13, I think. And I remember like fully believing the gospel and fully believing, you know, Jesus's life and death and resurre- resurrection and that he died for my sins but I wouldn't say that, like, after that, I think a lot of people after that, they're like, now what? Like, you know, right. you don't yes. know where to go like, from there. It's I going to change. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just fully a new person, which is true. But um, I, I think I just didn't know where to go from mm-hmm. there. Um, and so, honestly, from, I would say from then on, up, like, through the rest of um, growing up until I went to college, was really just, I would classify it as just saying it was religion. I wouldn't say it was like a relationship with the Lord.
0: Mm. So yeah. when you say religion, we know we've heard that term a lot. Um, but can you just explain a little bit about how, what that looked like in your life and and how that played out? So I would say
1: what that really looked like was um, going to church every Sunday and Wednesday for youth. And no, like I would say going to church and knowing, I mean, I knew everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I knew what was true and I knew right and wrong. I knew those things just from growing up and being raised in the church. Um, I knew aspects of scripture, but I, I didn't have like a quiet time. I didn't have a Mm -hmm. devotional and I wasn't reading scripture for myself. I was just taking it from, you know, what was preached on Sunday. Um, I do remember praying with my mom and my sister. We'd always pray in the car um, especially back then I played travel soccer. And so when we were traveling before games and stuff, we'd pray. So, I, I mean, all of those things, I did all of those things, but it wasn't out of a desire for the Lord mm, or out yeah. of getting to know him and wanting to be more like Jesus. It was just, that was just what you did. Right. And, um, yeah, so I would say that was kind of what I would classify as religion. Um, and then growing up through re- the rest of high school, um, of course, I had friends that they also, their families grew like, you know, went to church. And so I had friends that were, you know, quote unquote, Christians, believers. But I wouldn't say that any of us, like not even myself, we weren't stewarding that well. We weren't trying to, you know, grow our faith or to know the Lord. Um, We weren't surrendered to him, I would say, ultimately. Um, Mm -hmm. We did have the faith in who Jesus was, and we had faith that he died for our sins, But we didn't have faithfulness in our daily lives. And that was just kind of my story.
0: So when you say, quote unquote, Christians, what what did you mean by that? So
1: (laughs) it's weird because, I mean, obviously, even looking back on myself, I mean, like not to be not to have judgment, but just like, honestly, if you looked at, I guess you could say almost like the works, like the. The fruit Um,
0: of your life. Yes. Like,
1: I don't know. I don't even know if I'd really say there was fruit in my life. Like, I mean, like I said, I went to church every week. I mean, twice a week. And like I said, I knew the words to say. I knew the things to do because, you know, and I also knew that I was representative of my mom and I had to be a good person. Like, I had to be, you know, a good Hughes girl because (laughs) everyone who knew my mom, if... I did something out of line then she would know (laughs) about it before I even made it home. And so that was just what it was, but it wasn't because of, you know, trying to honor the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so I say like almost like quote unquote Christians, because I don't know if it, if I could say, even looking back on myself, like I was a true believer of the Lord. Like I knew I believed in the gospel, but I didn't allow it to transform my life, to live my life, to bear fruit and to live for him. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does. So, yeah. So I um, grew up and graduated from high school. Like I said, I went to um, Conway to UCA for undergrad. It was really good for me. It was a lot of growth. um, Some not so good memories. (laughs) And I mean, we all have those and they're learning points looking back, Um, but I went to undergrad and I joined sorority and made a lot of friends and um, did a lot of the things and um, freshman year was really good and just learning to I mean everyone you know who goes off to college is just learning curve of being on your own away from your parents even learning how to eat well and exercise <laughs> and you know be a, sustain yourself as a human apart from your parents so it was really good and then um, but to I don't know if I can think back to that year and think of any spiritual significance, Mm -hmm. to be honest. Um, My older sister, she's two years older than me. She did also go to UCA for undergrad. And I remember she was already plugged into a church here in Conway. And um, they did have like a college ministry on, I think it was Thursday nights. And I went with her a couple of times back then. And I remember our freshman year, I went with her a few times, but The friends that I had made like in sorority, they didn't go and I didn't really know anyone. And Mm -hmm. it, you know, and it's just weird and you already feel awkward. You're a freshman, like, you know. (laughs) And so I only went a few times and then I stopped going. I wasn't really going to church on Sundays, I don't think. um, Because like I said, my friends that I had made weren't going to church. And I think I went with my sister a few times on Sundays to her church she was going to. And then, of course, when Andrew would come to visit me, we would go to my sister's church with her. But other than that, like an every week thing or, you know, reading my Bible or anything. I don't remember Mm
0: -hmm. doing that. So you and Andrew had been dating already from? Yes.
1: Okay. So um, that'll probably be a whole other story later (laughs) on. But yes, my husband and I started dating when I was a junior in high school and he was a freshman in undergrad. He's two years older than me as well. And so by the time I was actually going to college, he was a junior, but he went to school in Louisiana and I chose to go to UCA because I knew I wanted to do physical therapy. And so, um, we did long distance. And when we were both at college away, we were, um, about four hours away from each other. So when he would come to visit me about once a month, um, then we would go to church. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, so that was freshman year. Um, and then sophomore year came, I lived in the sorority house sophomore year, which was really fun. I would say that's the year that I remembered the most as being the most fun because just being surrounded by so many girls, like living in the sorority house is so much fun to
0: sleep over every night. <laughs> literally. Like
1: I know people say that and you think they're exaggerating, but it really is, is so much fun, mm-hmm. but it was also a time of just really not seeking the Lord. Um, living in the sorority houses and just being around people that may not have been the best influence. I mean, we were doing stuff we probably shouldn't have been doing and out partying and doing things. So that was just kind of what that was, um, sophomore year and, um, especially the fall, the fall semester. And then in the spring semester, I, uh, you know how in undergrad you have to take all those requirements like humanities and art mm-hmm. classes, Um, So to fulfill one of those requirements, I had to take a world religions class um, that spring semester. And so I took world religions and I remember like the very first day my professor saying like, you know, we're going to go through all of, you know, the major religions. And he's like, he said, like, I'm not going to let you know what I believe, but maybe by the end of the semester, you'll have figured out what I believed. And I remember just throughout, we didn't even start with Christianity. I think we started with like, you know, Buddhism and Hinduism and other things like that. But I could just tell he just was not a believer.
0: I was going to ask. No.
1: Yeah. I mean, unless he, it was just really good at almost playing, you know, devil's advocate of Christianity. I mean, to me, it felt pretty evident that he wasn't a believer. Um, And so that was a whole semester long class. And I will say it was really cool just to learn I mean especially being like you said here in the South and it is, you know, quote unquote the Bible Belt. Like I mean, I didn't know anything about other religions. Mm-hmm. So it was cool just to learn what other people believed and to know the origins of everything cuz you know everything's so, you know, ancient and so knowing where all of those things come from, but we did get to Christianity and it just felt like learning about Christianity from the viewpoint of like from a secular viewpoint. That it honestly was almost debunking Christianity. It, it was mm-hmm. almost the path he took, that professor, um, and so it was hard. And by the end of that semester, I was really even doubting if Christianity was real, if what I believed my whole life was real, um, if Jesus was real, and not even if he was real. I mean, we know that there's that he was a real person, but was he the Messiah? Like mm-hmm. I just had so many doubts um after that semester.
0: Yeah. So, when you were doubting, did like what did you do with that? Did you share that with other people? Did you go to the word? Did you go to the Lord? Like what did you do with that during that time?
1: Looking back on it, I don't think I actually told anyone. Mm. I know I didn't tell my mom. Um I honestly just didn't know how she'd react. I didn't tell my now husband. He was uh, my boyfriend back then. I didn't tell him. I honestly think I just kept it to myself. I don't know if I even remember praying about it. I feel like maybe I did and was just like, I don't even know, like just telling the Lord, like, I don't even know what to do with this. Like Mm -hmm. I'm learning all, like I've learned all these things and they're conflicting and now I don't even know where to go. Um, so I really don't think I told anyone actually, I think I just kind of kept it to myself, (laughs) which now looking back (laughs) was probably not the best move, but I mean, to say again, like that time of my life, I don't think I had built the community or Mm -hmm. the people around me that I felt comfortable enough to share that with, or that I knew would encourage me and try to
0: speak into that. Yes. I don't
1: think I had that in my life. Mm -hmm. So then I just kept it to myself.
0: Wow. That's a lot. As a what, uh, like 18 year olds. I I think think I was 19 through. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that was sophomore year and I had ended that year. And then, um, that summer, it's so crazy because the same camp that I got saved at when I was 12, I had, um, signed up to be a camp counselor for the same camp at super summer, which was so like surreal, like a full circle moment. Um, and I actually, I had already, you know, signed up. Everything was good. I had already had all the things in line, to go. And after that semester with that class of world religions, I actually debated not going. I just felt, I felt like a fraud almost because I'm like, I know my whole life, you know, I've been a Christian. I know my whole life. I've believed in Jesus, but now I have these things from this class that I don't know what to do with. And I almost felt like, I don't know if I can lead other people when Mm -hmm. I don't even know what I believe. Um, But I went ahead and went to the camp. Um, And honestly, I think that was really when the Lord began to, or when I think the Lord has always pursued me. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we know that. But I think that was at that camp was when I felt like I really opened myself up to see the Lord pursuing me. Um, And honestly, I really think it was just the Lord because now I'm looking back on it. And after that camp, I literally think I just forgot about all of those doubts, which is so insane. Mm, Yeah. I don't think I ever fully worked through it all to really understand, like, well, this is what the professor said. This is what scripture said. How does that, how do they go together? I literally think I just saw the Lord moving at camp and I was like, yeah.
0: He's real. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's real. And what I've believed has always been right. And I don't need to know why the professor said all these things because I don't believe those things. I believe that Jesus is real. And I think that that was it, which is so crazy to think about.
0: Mm-hmm. He opened your eyes to yeah. see him and yeah. his wisdom and knowledge. Yeah, and it you was were able so to good.
1: Yeah. Um, and, I met, and it was really good too because, like I said, I didn't have – I didn't feel like I formed a really good – life-giving community before the end, but at church camp, I met a lot of cool people, even people who went to UCA that I just had never oh, met cool. before. Yeah. yeah. So it was cool to to meet people, other counselors um, that were there and just to uh, meet new people and create that community. And um, obviously that's been years ago now, but we kept in touch for a while um, and it was really cool. So I feel like I finally was opening up to the movement of the Lord and mm-hmm. then also just Creating that community that I think I've always needed. Just didn't have. Um, and so then junior year. Um, I think it was. I think it had to have been. I don't know if it was the fall or the spring semester now. I don't fully remember. But junior year. um, Actually my home church now. That my husband and I attend. It's the Summit Church in Conway. Um, they women's, you know, group was decided to lead the freedom study with sorority girls and just girls at UCA. And they came to like talk at one of our chapter meetings to say, this was the this is the freedom study. It's every week, you know, to tell us what it does. If you want to sign up, you know, sign up. And so I remember signing up and a few other girls in my sorority that was in my pledge class specifically I remember some of them went to the summit and them telling me that they went. And so they were all saying like, it's going to be great. And you know, you should do it, whatever. And so I did sign up and I went to the first one and we got the booklet and they explained everything about the freedom study, which um, for those of you who don't know, the freedom study was written by one of our pastors at the summit. And it's basically, it's a few weeks long. I think it's eight weeks, Mm maybe I could be wrong on that. Um, But it's, a few weeks of just walking through finding freedom in the Lord from whatever, you know, insert whatever it is in your life. Um, and so um, it's really just pressing in and being intentional with the Lord. And I remember back then that the women, when they came to tell us about the study, they wanted us to have an accountability buddy that you agreed to meet with every week. And you, there was like different, every day there was like little prompts and little readings, you know, to go through to really dig in until you were agreeing to do, do the work and like, you know, put in the effort to really find freedom, but then also to share that with someone. And so
0: that holds you accountable. Yeah. Yeah. It does. <laughs> Makes you study a little bit different. Oh yeah. yeah. And
1: especially, I mean, really once, you, once you got into the thick of the study, I mean, some of that was really hard. Mm-hmm. Like, and probably some of it was stuff you'd never shared with anyone. And especially looking back for me, like okay, it was stuff I'd never shared with anyone. And so I still agreed to do the study and which was crazy because just who I was, I don't think that that's something I would have done honestly Uh or committed to, but I said, yeah, I wanted to do it. And it actually, it's funny because like the next week when we met, um, there's several people that had dropped out actually. Um, and so I wanted to do it and I met with a girl. Um, I had met her. I, she was like friend of a friend with other people and, for some reason, I felt like she needed to be my accountability buddy. And so I asked her if she would, and she said yes. Um, and so we would meet with, like, as the group of whole, of everyone doing the freedom study one night that week. And then me and her would meet on that, that next weekend, every week. And we would go through the prompts um, daily. And then when I would meet with her, we would share about what the Lord was doing. And really just through that study um i realized that what i needed freedom from and what the lord was freeing me up for was like freedom from religion and he was freeing me to surrender my life to him um and to actually live my life for him and not just um to be lukewarm mm-hmm. i guess you could yeah. say um and so yeah so during that study and meeting with her my accountability buddy i think i finally understood. I don't think I even knew until then that I wasn't really following the Lord. Like yes, I believed in the gospel and I knew in my heart I did, but I didn't I never had surrendered my life to him to actually follow him. And so um I think I finally told her that. And I never <laughs> said that to anyone, I don't think. Um and so I told her that one I remember we were in her apartment and sitting on her couch and I think it was the Freedom Sunday was almost over. Like we had maybe a week or two left And I I think everything had finally clicked in place, and I finally realized. And I I remember I told the Lord, like, thank you. Like, thank you for showing me. Because throughout the study, I think I – I mean, I knew I had sin in my life, but it didn't feel significant, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so as I was going through the study, and I kept asking, like, you know, it says to ask, like, what are you seeking freedom from? And I knew I had some sin in my life, but that didn't feel like that was it. Like, that's what the Lord was telling me. And so I kept, you know, just pressing in, kept doing the prompts every week. And I feel like he finally spoke or maybe I just finally listened, honestly. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so, um, yeah, so I realized I just had not surrendered my life to him to actually bring him glory in my life. Um and honestly, now looking back on it, what comes to mind is, uh, in Colossians in chapter three, where Paul is talking about, like, and he talks about, um, if you've been raised as Christ, seek your, seek the things that are above where Christ is at the right hand of the father. And then he goes on to talk about like, put to death, all of these things, you know, put to death, what is earthly in you. And he talks about sexual immorality impurity, passions, um, even anger, wrath, malice, all those things. And then he goes on to say, but then put on as God's chosen ones, you know, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness. And he go- And he goes on to say so much more. But that kind of comes to mind because I realized that even back then when I was a little 12-year-old girl and I believed the gospel, I'd never actually took off my old self. Mm-hmm. I think I still was somewhat holding on to it because I didn't know what to do with it. Um, and so then, because I was holding on to my old self, I never put on a new self. And so I never could walk in freedom or mm, walk in yeah. surrender to the Lord because I didn't know what it looked like. And I did I never let go of who I was um, mm. without Christ. And so I realized all of those things through the study and through that accountability buddy. And it was so good. And so that was junior year. And I feel like that was really the time that I fully surrendered to Christ beyond just believing in the gospel. Um, And so, yeah, that's kind of my testimony. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So during that time of the freedom study, do Mm -hmm. you feel like that is the first time you really let someone into your life, like into the spiritual realm, like sharing the things, being vulnerable with them about those kinds of things?
1: I feel like maybe yes. Mm -hmm. I will say before this study, I did have – two really good friends that I'd met in sorority and um, we were really close. The three of us were really close. And I would say that with them, I was like vulnerable and shared Mm -hmm. with them. But to be honest, I don't know if I was even fully aware of the things in my heart to share with them Right. anyways. And so I think going through the freedom study, the Lord actually opened my eyes to see them and then feel compelled to share them Mm -hmm. with someone. So I feel like, I mean, that's something I've always just struggled with is to being an open person. Mm -hmm. And Lacey knows that, (laughs) (laughs) that I just have a hard time sharing. Um, And so I think with her was the first time that I really, and I felt like it was from the Lord, honestly, it wasn't even from me. It was from the Lord of like, you need to tell her what, basically like you need to tell her what I'm teaching you, like Mm. tell her what I'm telling you. Um, So yeah. So that's what I would say. I love that. Yeah. So that's kind of my testimony. And since then has just been a lot, it's been good. It's been a lot of learning and growing. And it's been cool to not just grow in my person, but also to grow with my husband. And of course I shared all of those things with him. Um, I think before then, which is so funny to look at, you know, I didn't really know what to say to him, (laughs) like to tell him, but, um, after, after the freedom study and I realized everything, um, I told him everything, told him, you know, how I'd felt. And honestly, it felt like a switch, like literally like mm-hmm. a light switch had just been turned on. And it was, it's the craziest thing. I, I don't even know how to fully explain it. That like, even the things you know, like that I had been doing, the things in my life just weren't even appealing to me anymore. Mm-hmm. It's the craziest thing. And it almost sounds like you're lying, but I'm not like, it's just (laughs) like, it's just wild how the Lord works and how when you finally open yourself up to him, how he, how he really shows you you're a new person in him. Um, and so, yeah, so I, uh, honestly a lot of the people that were my friends back then, we don't even really talk much anymore. Um, I just feel like the Lord has just taken me to a new place Mm -hmm. and I've got to meet some really, um, cool people like you Mm -hmm. and, People that I, that the Lord knew I needed in my life to really help me grow and continue to seek him and, um, along with my husband and yeah, so it's just been good. And obviously seasons ebb and flow, like of course, being in, being in grad school, I can say has probably been the most significant of just, just being exhausted, honestly, and being tired and drained from the demands of being in school. But, um, every season, just trying to seek the Lord and seek what he's doing in my life and in our marriage and in my friends and Mm -hmm. being prayerful. Um, I feel like right now that is what I feel like I'm learning the most right now is how to pray and interceding on behalf of other people. Um, I don't know if prayer probably within the last year before the last year was probably as big in my life as it has been now. Um, so that's, probably what I've been growing in the most. I've always actually loved reading scripture um, <laughs> now. Yeah. I think just cause I love to read, which sounds so nerdy, <laughs> but <laughs> I do love to read. Um, I love digging into the word, but prayer has been really what the Lord's been growing me in most recently. So
0: love that so much. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of it. Well, thanks for sharing. Yeah, of
1: course. Um, I guess as we end, I'll just say that. Thank you for listening. And I really just hope that, through my story and my testimony that hopefully whoever is listening, that you just feel seen and that you know that the Lord loves you and he's constantly pursuing you and he wants you to follow him, um, beyond just believing the gospel, but actually Mm -hmm. surrendering your life to him. And, um, I just hope that you are encouraged and to know that the Lord loves you. Thanks for listening.